Hello and welcome back to The Movies Made Us Do It. Me and Matt are back. How are you, Matt? Oh, I'm pretty good, sir. How are you? I am very well. I'm excited to, to talk about this movie, which it was, was a bit of a whim of ours, wasn't it, last week? It wasn't it really, was. really planned. Yeah. And then in, I think in the last few minutes of the show, we brought up them. Yeah, and, and then when we were picking they're, they're the movie, it was like, oh, let's just yeah. do them. Like, okay. <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, fantastic choice. I love this movie. Um, I've always seen it because in 1954, obviously, Godzilla came out yep. in in japan uh you know commentate commentary on on you know the atomic bomb and then the same yeah. year <laughs> in the west we had them and they kind of feel like they're they're both trying to to sort of say the same thing in a way yeah um, obviously godzilla is a lot more bleak because they were the victims of, i was gonna of, say of the, the, yeah the attack. The, the, um, godzilla is way darker oh my god godzilla even this is, has its moments yeah this has its moments and it, it certainly has it the you know the message at the end and stuff i yeah. mean obviously godzilla is a horror movie it's bleak and yeah. you know we've we've done godzilla in in we depth did. Uh, check that episode out that was a good one um not that we have bad ones but that was one where i was like <laughs> you know sometimes we get to the end of these and i'm like yes we have done that film and and yeah. godzilla was one of those where i was like i feel like we've done that movie we did yeah. it. um so you know them same year over here interesting seeing the different perspectives um mm. and, and like you said obviously godzilla's way more dark and bleak uh than this is understandably so yeah. um but um when did you first see them well i think um it must have been a like a, a, like a sunday afternoon showing on when i was a kid oh nice really little um and then i think i don't think i've seen it since i was a teenager because i i i mean i've got pretty good memory of it mm. but there was watching it back uh the other day it was like wow i'd forgotten a lot of this stuff i'd certainly forgotten how good james whitmore is he's amazing oh if you know if i ever noticed and you know, you, the, this Edmund Gwen is the, is is the as the prof is the doctor is just amazing. He's, he's... Like, that's one of my favorite parts is when she's getting off the plane and all the guys are like a woman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so everyone's oh, so look, pervy. Her skirt got hitched up. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. What a shame. Um, but yeah, I, I he is he is fantastic, James Whitmore. In this, he he's like uh this like local sergeant that somehow ends up in charge of the world or something yeah I, <laughs> they just let him go everywhere and it's like what is your jurisdiction even and, and the fbi agent yep. suddenly yeah suddenly him yeah. and the fbi agent they're like just wearing you want. wearing fatigues <laughs> and they're running around with the army yeah. it's like oh i guess i'm ordering this colonel around even he comments on it at one point yeah and it's like why are you doing that That's the colonel's doing a fucking a, a rocket launcher yeah. for him it's like why, why? this doesn't make sense at all <laughs> But he is excellent. They're all great in the role. Yeah, they are. Um, so this movie, actually, I, I hadn't really considered it. You know, when we talked about it, I was like, oh, them. Awesome movie. Yeah. Love that movie. I own it on DVD. Haven't watched it for years, but awesome. And I know it, like, off by heart. And then I started watching it. I was like, oh, I, I was getting, like, strange. I was getting, like, weirdly emotional watching it because this movie was, like, the movie I always used to watch at my granddad's house, my nan and granddad's house. Right. This was like our movie. It was like my favorite movie that they had on VHS. We used to watch it all the time. And I don't think I've watched it since my granddad passed, um, you know, years okay. and years ago now. But uh, yeah, like rewatching it, I was like, oh my God, all those memories kind of flood back of you, like watching it as, as a kid and, you know, um, 
Yeah, it's weird because I've owned it on DVD for years, but I don't think I've actually watched it again for a long, long time, maybe since yeah. it passed. Um, so, yeah, I've got a real connection to this movie. And um, oh, rewatching it was a joy. It's such a good movie for a B movie. Like, well, it's, it's strictly speaking, I suppose it's not really a B movie. It's got a budget. I mean, I think this is the first of its kind, wasn't it? Yeah, it's the first, but it's the first giant bug movie. Um, you know, obviously, and and much like Godzilla, a, a lot of what follows then is diminishing yeah. returns, and and you you get like you know, um, yeah, you can certainly see the difference. I mean, even you know, even this has a budget clearly. Even within a couple of years, mm-hmm. the you know the acting gets worse, the yeah. the, the, the credulity gets worse, and yeah. but, you know, I still love those old. Even the really bad ones, there's a lot of fun to be had in. Them. Oh, I I love B movies anyway. It's but... Genuinely, it's well shot. It's really it's well shot. Really well acted. The dialogue, for the most part, is actually pretty good. Strong female <laughs> character. Uh, yeah, she you is. know, in '54, she she's yeah. like, "Hey, I'm fucking going down this this fucking yeah. ant nest. <laughs> like, deal with it, buddy." The typical argument, but it's you believe her, and yeah. she she you know she's got. She's some not really a damsel in distress, stuff. really, for the most no, part. No, there's only one bit where the, when the. The, the, the ants first turn up well she... the thing is she screams but it's like yeah you would yeah, and and yeah, later exactly. on it's like, well it's a giant fucking ant what yeah and, and later on the fbi agent in a very similar situation does exactly the same he screams yeah. and he's like jesus christ you know he, you know he's he's being attacked by a giant ant um but uh well let's let's get into it and um right off the bat it's one of these weird movies is in black and white but we get the them title in color um, well, it was supposed to be in color yeah it was supposed to be 3D and in color, mm-hmm. and basically, at the last minute, they went and panicked, cut the budget, and went no. I think this film looks a lot better for being in black and white. I'm I'm glad that it's in. Black I, and white. I think I, this movie would not look as good as it does if it was no. in color. I think that's one of the greatest things about a lot of the really good monster movies that are in black and white is that and the, Doctor Who. Yeah. Old you, Doctor Who looks so much better for being in black and white. When they went to colour, it suddenly became very obvious how cheap yeah. it was. The monsters just look so much worse when they're colour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so we get the, the, the blue and red of the, the logo, um, and then we sort of start to see the desert, don't we? Um, and uh, we see the aircraft flying over, um, and uh, a pilot, well, police pilot calls down to uh, to a car to report that this girl's been seen wandering the desert um and he finds it and he says oh i'll just circle around until you guys get there um and <laughs> well, they, they talk about a lot of drunk drugs in this movie there's a lot of sort of mentions of drunk people and, 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 drunks, and they people. go to a drunk ward yep <laughs> Because he says, like, when they're flying along, he's like, they can't, they can't find the girl. And I think the pilot says something along the lines of, oh, what, that guy in, like, something about him drinking for his breakfast or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're introduced to um, Ben Peterson, uh, Sergeant Ben Peterson, played by yeah. James Whitmore and his partner. Um, and they meet this girl who, by the way, as a... As someone who is a big fan of both B-movies and horror and science fiction of the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, this girl is bloody good. She's barely in it, but she's amazing, isn't she? She's, but I mean, like, Son of Frankenstein, one of my favourite movies of all time. The kid in that is unwatchably bad. He is 
appalling you know kid actors nowadays are actually trained i i, I don't think they were particularly trained back in the day and I, I, this girl she, she has a small part but she she's convincing as, yeah, as a girl really in good. shock and you know she's really good i don't think she was in for very much other than this as well she did a couple of kid roles i think and then yeah. she disappeared I, I guess she she just quit acting and you know I, th- I think a lot of kids don't necessarily continue their careers do they pass being kids uh, um but uh but yeah i think she's fantastic in this so this this girl is is wandering the desert uh and and obviously they they pull up she's in a in a, a in like a bathrobe and she's carrying this doll um a doll with with its he- part of its head missing yeah it's broken broken doll and um she's clearly in shock they try and talk to her don't they but she's she's you know just mute and 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 not saying anything just has that look on her face um and uh so um i thought like random thing you know things you notice in this movie their uniform is really odd Mm, it is isn't it about the makeup of it and the and the fact that it's got a boat a little boat bow tie mm. i don't think i've ever seen a police uniform with a bow tie before it's one of those things where you, you watch it and you're like well maybe that is a uniform somewhere and i'm just not aware of it yeah but yeah it does seem odd i mean whether that was like a very period specific uniform in a specific state yeah, and, and they never wore it thing. i don't know it, it's weird isn't it but um but anyway they get a call from the the pilot who says that he spotted a trailer about three miles down the road and they assume they're like well the girl she can't have walked that far uh yeah. presumably that's where she came from uh from from this from this trailer so ben and his partner ed uh they they head out to the trailer they drive down there and um they basically come across what you know at first glance looks like an explosion like the side of this yeah. trailer has exploded out um uh. Uh, but obviously they can't find any evidence of an explosion. They, they they look around and yep. you know there's no obvious fire or or anything. I, there's that. There's that. So his partner goes in first and he yep. he, he calls him over and, and he's he sat in the car with the with the girl sort of sleeping on him. And mm-hmm. I love the way he he sort of tenderly sort of picks her up. And yeah, yeah. Moves her onto the onto the seat so that he can get out. It's a, it's a really lovely little shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as soon as he meets the girl, um, he's he's very caring for her immediately. Yeah. He puts his arm around her. He's making sure she's okay as they drive to, to this home. Um, and it really sets him up. Is just this lovely character, you know, this lovely yeah, guy. Yeah, but, but massively acerbic. Yes, he has some. I mean, well, there's a line that comes up in a bit that I lo- absolutely made me crack up because <laughs> he he just has these amazing little little acid tongued like yeah. that are just brilliant. Yeah, absolutely um yeah so uh they can't find any money being stolen um uh, there's blood and did you uh, know this is something i didn't know did you did you notice the money yeah it's i didn't realize at this point in like film history sort of thing you weren't allowed to show money on screen yeah there's a lot of that in classic movies where it's like clearly fake money it's weird yeah yeah that that is a thing i've I've noticed over the years with with certain period of films I, um yeah i guess i've never really thought about it but i you know when, when i was looking things up it was like uh, that's just weird. yeah it's so like this is our stand-in for money uh yeah it, it's odd because um, it's just it just look it does look like monopoly money it's really sort of fake it looking it really does yeah yeah um but they see there's there's blood there um and they they estimate you know the uh the, the blood's been there for, for less than 12 hours, they think. So it's quite recent. Um, but what they do find 
is uh they they find um i think ben finds a piece of plastic that matches the doll's yeah, head, head fit, so. fits the thing and yeah. a bit of her cloth from her from her um dressing gown um and he also finds some sugar cubes i wonder yeah. what that could be yeah <laughs> uh and they also find this mysterious print in the sand and, and they're like oh i've never seen like a dog or or an animal no, make wild that kind cat. Of yeah he says wild cats don't tend to come down this far into the desert yeah yeah so you know before long obviously ambulance is on the scene police teams are there looking at the crime scene i think he also Ed says, says oh this was broken out not in yeah he says, that he says it was broken out not in uh which is weird because presumably the giant ant broke in first and then broke out but you know, like well, it's... I guess I, I was, I've been thinking about how this works because he says this again later, and I'm guessing they use their mandibles to make the holes, and yeah. then I guess they pull it towards them. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, so it like pulled it out. Yeah, that that yeah. does make sense. Actually, you you have worked that out for me because I was trying to. I was in my brain. I was like, how? Um, yeah, I, I think that they, yeah, they, they sort of manipulate it with their with that makes sense. Their and, pull, and pull it out. No, you're right because because later the professor will show us uh, real life ants moving the the pebble and they grab yeah. it with the mandibles and move it. So you're right, you've you've solved that mystery. Well done. <laughs> um, so uh, so yeah, this, the... is you, this is where you get that great line. You've got the you've got the forensic guys coming in, uh. and the he says to the uh, he says to them that because. He says, hey, he says, how's the um, how's the kids? He says, he says, oh, fine, got another one on the way. And he went, happy for you, sort of thing. And he's like, wow, that was you. You really Bloody. cared about that, didn't you? Oh, I love it. He says, just good for you. And he just walks off. Yeah, but uh, <coughs> you get the impression that even the ambulance drivers know that that Ben really wants to look after this kid and is really overprotective of her because the ambulance attendant's like i assure you i'll take good care of her don't worry she'll be fine um and uh of course this is where we we first hear that that noise mm. the noise of the ants which uh they they're like oh that's weird wind <laughs> um, yeah but there's this great shot where they hear it and and the girl's led back in the ambulance and yeah. then she sits up and yeah, neither they, of them notice her sit up and just all, get that Yeah, look. they're all looking in the other way, so they don't notice her get mm. up. And then she returns back down before they turn back around. It's a lovely shot. I just think it's yeah. really well done, especially for the time. You mm-hmm. know, it's the kind of thing you expect now, but it is just like, oh, that was a really nice touch that she obviously recognizes it. And it tells the audience that, oh, this is, you know, yeah, um, this is part of the puzzle. I think that's, that's one of the weird things about this movie is it's kind of, for the first sort of, you know, twenty or thirty minutes. It's filmed as a as a sort of a mystery movie, really, because you you know. You well, don't, yeah, I was thinking this. It is kind of in but, three acts, isn't it? You've got the mystery, yeah. then you've got the bit in the desert, and then you've got the bit in the city. And the thing is, is it, it was sold so heavily on the fact that it's a giant ant movie. Yeah, it's, it's not and much it's, of a mystery. It's a surprise to no one that there are, there are giant ants in this movie. I kind of look at it like a bit like Columbo. Yeah, Where, you yeah. know, you're you're watching them piece it together rather than yeah, because the thing is, it's not even though you know their thing, they're not. It's not boring. They're doing no, no. It's interesting. It's fun watching good, them get to the you know, and you know, they're doing their their jobs. So it's it, it, yeah. you definitely go with them, but it does seem very odd. Yeah, yeah. Um. So you know, the the ambulance heads off, and and Ben and Ed decide they're they're going to go visit. Uh, I think he's called Gramps Johnson. He runs the yeah. local store. 
um and you know they just think well he might know something you know he presumably sells to these people who live here um so they they head off and they get there i think in the early evening um and storm coming isn't there yeah there's a storm coming and and this is one of the many things that like i'm i'm sure it's coincidence i'm sure uh especially due to aliens being the sequel to alien so a lot of (laughs) what aliens is came from ridley that howling wind on lv426 always reminds me of them um and the bits in the tunnels at the end of this always reminds me of aliens uh, really heavily and i like to the point where i was always wondered whether james cameron uh saw oh, this yeah, movie I mean, and then thought oh you know that's you know it, whether it kind of subconsciously or consciously uh and i think it's the same with with aliens as well with the with, with in the end with the with the flamethrower yes and... exactly that's exactly it yeah, with aliens, yeah it's, that's what it's, i said yeah it's very it's... very you know i think i think it it's it's they they, they must have uh they must have subconsciously, if nothing else, I yeah. feel like. It really feels like aliens uh, towards the end of this movie. Um, but yeah, so they, they get to the store and, and you, yeah, like I said, you've got the wind and obviously the store uh, the store's completely fucked. Um, but again, no sign of a robbery. Yeah. Uh, but they do find a shotgun that's basically been bent in half. Yeah, so it's the lever action, isn't it? It's a, a, yeah, it's, and, they, and they, at some point they say that he's a re- he was a really good shot as well. And later on, when they yeah. talk about him, they say he's a really good shot, so he wouldn't he wouldn't have missed. Yeah, and that, again, the, the the side of the building is completely taken out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and there's a big pile of sugar on the floor. Yes, again, the the, the only thing linking the two uh, the two crime scenes is the sugar. Yeah. Um. But uh, they find the dead body. Uh, yep. He is in the uh, below the store in like the storage uh, basement, I guess. Yeah. Um, and um, again, they notice very dead. Very dead. Not just dead. Very dead. He's very dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, they they also notice obviously the 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 wall has similarly here been been ripped away like mm-hmm. the like the trailer. Um, and yeah, like you said, it, it's like an insane amount of, of sugar has been turned over in there. And I think there's even like little ants in there, isn't there? There is. There's there ants there because he puts his feet, he runs his fingers through it and there's, there's all the ants swarming it. Yeah. Um. So Ben then leaves the store and he's like, hey, buddy, you just stay here and look after this place. And I'm sure you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> You, 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 you almost, you almost hands him a red jersey, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he might as well have done. Yeah, you might as well have done. I, here, I, you stay here. Hold and wear this. <laughs> uh, and of course, Ed starts hearing the noise, and he's like, "Oh, you know, what's what's going on here?" And uh, he he walks outside to investigate, and we then hear a Wilhelm scream. And he sees the the, the creature and and uh, is, is the, I can't remember whether it, the, I think the first Wilhelm scream is later, isn't it? But there are like there's a bunch or five in this movie. <laughs> I think it's the although to this film's I've credit, ever heard Wilhelm scream. Well, yeah, to its credit, I think the film that the Wilhelm scream came from came out in '53. Yeah, I was gonna say. So it it's like before. a year later. So you know, it, this is probably the first film that. I think the sin is that this film uses it about six times. Yeah, yeah. Not not the fact that it uses it, just the fact that it uses no. it so much. I think every film, every film should have. You like, should have one. Every, every yeah, every film deserves at least one Wilhelm scream. Do you know what's really funny? Like, 
before I saw this film as a kid, I always assumed the Wilhelm... I always, like, associated the Wilhelm scream with, like, Lucas. Lucas? Like, Star Wars. Star Wars, Indiana Jones, oh, well, well, Lucas film. Well, I was thinking, I know that film. Where well, I'm trying to place that film. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I see what you mean. Yeah. Because that's, well, that's where, probably where I first heard it. And then, obviously, you see I films like this, and you're like, oh, actually. The first place I saw that, that heard the scream as well. Mm. Um... But yeah, so Ed, we we hear the gunshots um, from from his revolver, and then we hear the scream off off camera. Effective shot. Yeah. Um. So we then see the police headquarters. About the only time you see you see this this guy actually being a policeman in his own <laughs> yeah. office. Um, we got the captain there, and and they're all just basically <laughs> like we haven't got a fucking clue. What, no. what, what's happened here um and no one knows what the, foot, the footprint is yeah they're, they're like we have no idea what this 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 footprint is um and um they've got they do they've they've got the match on of the fingerprints on the trailer um yep. and they, they 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 said that the family's on extended vacation or something yep um and uh so we get an fbi agent turns up well first of all we don't we get the do we get the doctor first uh, I think it it's around this point because I remember because I love the the doctor says like the, says, the, the causes of death. Yeah, yeah. He says he says basically uh, neck neck and back broken, chest crushed, skull fractured, and this, I like this one for Sherlock one Holmes for Sherlock had enough formic acid in his body to kill twenty men. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nothing like overkill on someone, is there? <laughs> no, no, no. Um. But yeah, so then they uh, they they get the um, uh, the telegram, don't they, from the bureau, uh, yeah. saying to to meet the doctors uh, at the airport. Um, I, I, I you get James, uh, Robert Graham turn up. I'm oh, sorry, James Arnez is Robert Graham. James Arnez, right? yeah. The uh, the and see him, I know very well because I used to watch Gunsmoke with uh-huh. my my granddad. Yeah. And I, I, I'd completely forgotten that he has the record now with Kelsey Grammer of playing the same character for the long, for like the longest period of time. He played the same character oh, for twenty. Really? Years. Yeah, same character for twenty years, and, and so has um, Kelsey Grammer played uh, Fraser for twenty years as well. Yeah. Interesting. And he was huge. The dude was uh, six seven. He looks big in this, to be honest. He's um, absolutely massive. Yeah, yeah, and apparently he has the opposite. He had the opposite problem to, to um, Tom Cruise in that he was too he tall. Ha- he had to st- stand in ditches for most yeah. of his roles, and other people had to stand on boxes <laughs> to be around him because he was so massive. <laughs> Um, so anyway, the, even the FBI have been unable to identify this print, and and they sent it to the Department of Agriculture, um, and and this is where the doctors have got involved. Yeah. Um, so we we get the the plane arrive, and uh, first of all we have Edmund Gwen, who is uh, I love him in this movie. He's so adorable. Yeah. He's, he's just adorable. Yeah. Um. Of and course, he's mostly remembered as the as, as Chris Kringle Miracle from Twenty Four yeah. Street, right? Yeah. Um, and oh, he's so he's so charming and adorable in this movie. He is the, he's the 
epitome of ditzy scientist, isn't he? He's he is. One of the things I really like about this movie, though, that kind of differentiates it in 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 many ways from a lot of science fiction films that follow it, mm. is that not once in this movie we've got scientists and 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 you know um, Medford in this Harold Medford he loves he's like these are fascinating these are amazing they're such amazing species. We still need to fucking kill them all though. Kill yeah. them fucking all. Not at any point during this movie does a scientist go, well, we should keep some for scientific study. They're like, no, no, <laughs> blow them all up. Maybe, um, uh, maybe that trope hadn't quite hit yet. No, it clearly hadn't. And, and it's kind of refreshing when you watch it. You're like, yes, you're doing yeah. the sensible thing. No, no we're just going to... You can study the carcasses all you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, of course, next. Well, he night, says. I mean, he he does say basically, if if we don't stop it's them, the end then, of us is the dominant species. Yeah, humanity yeah. is just gonna be be toast. That's, yeah. it's, it's as simple as that. Well, yeah, because he says like how how many eggs they lay and how how many they could potentially breed. And, you know, yeah, the, the rate, and he's like, we'll just be overwhelmed by these giant ants. Um, but of course, then legs appear from uh, from, from yep. the plane, and uh, all the guys just immediately, like I said, they're like, "Oh my god, it's a woman! It's a woman doctor!" <laughs> they all just stare over at her, and she's she's trapped on the plane, isn't she? But she's like, oh, "I can sort myself." Yeah, her, skirt, her skirt's caught on the, on the the door or something. Yeah, but they're they're you know, they're, she's she's. She can sort herself out, and she says, "Like, no, I'm fine. Leave me alone. I'll, I'll do it." But also, I like is that they didn't come in a uh, in a passenger plane. They were brought in a bomber. Yeah, yeah, it's like a B fifty two, right? Yeah, uh, or B twenty five. Sorry, yeah, I can't remember which one it, which one it is. But it's yeah, written you... here as a B twenty five. So right, I'm, I'm that's... assuming that that's probably right. Um, I don't know yeah. planes all that well, <laughs> so. Um... You know the difference between a bomber and a, and a commercial plane, though. <laughs> yes. Yes, because the hole they're getting out of is that's the, the passengers don't usually get out of that. Not generally, <laughs> but I guess they were sent via the military, were, right? Yeah, I suppose so. It's probably like a military plane, I guess. Um, but uh, oh, we will get to something in a bit because they there is. I don't know much about aircraft, but I do know that the helicopters they use in this are fucking ugly. They're like the ugliest helicopters. Do you know what? I've got a real soft spot for those ugly. Oh, helicopters. do you? I, I, yeah. I, I guess they are charming in their own ugly way. Yeah, they're really. I like them. I've got a, I've got a, a sort of soft spot for crates. For uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And things. Yeah. I love a good like when I'm playing something like um, oh, what's it called? Um, oh god, that game that came out broken and didn't get fixed for about five years the uh, cyberpunk no the one before that the biggest one before that the, the space one elite no oh, oh no fucking star citizen no man's no, man, no, oh, man's, no man's sky no. yes no man's sky is actually a pretty good game these days yeah it's really yeah. good now um but i i loved uh, it just give me a massive crate that i can i can uh-huh. fly around in I, I like a good crate yeah you that's know, fair like you know the, the, the falcon yeah, yeah, you you want the the underdog ship. Yeah, yeah. Fair but enough. I, I mean, I like a good sleek ship as well. You know, you'll, you'll mm-hmm. have it. But but I, I've got I've got a real soft spot for something that looks like it shouldn't be flying. Sure. And those helicopters really look like they should be. Flying. They're like the least aerodynamic things I think you've ever seen. They use they um, even in the um, like the Batman animated series. I think they've got helicopters like that in there. They do, and blimps. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's one, of my, that's one of the reasons why I love the, the animated series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is amazing. Um, 
but uh but yes so um you know immediately uh bob's like i i i like her she's she's good he says something along the lines of uh maybe i'll get a fever if she's the type of doctors that look after that (laughs) yeah yeah um and yes we know it's very sexist but i don't care it's it, it, it is. What do you expect? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 fifty four and it's a movie of its time. Um, you know, uh, there's not really a love triangle. It it's kind of just no. from the start. Um, it would have. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, it would have resolved itself anyway because one of them gets knackered. But like, it, it's not really. Uh, <laughs> it's not really ever in question. I'm assuming people no. that listen to this podcast have watched the movie before. Yeah. Otherwise, what are you doing? You should watch the movie and then. <laughs> you know and then we'll talk about it um but uh yeah there's there's never really any talk of that which is another kind of uh difference from these kind of movies going forward where usually yeah. there'll, there'll be that rivalry between the two lead guys you know mm-hmm. um but yeah so uh dr medford harold male dr medford wastes no time and he's like just uh just wondering um where was that atomic bomb let off in 1945 around here yeah. Yeah, just just curious just curious well, um, i love that he's there they're sort of busy beavering around and, and discussing things and looking up stuff and and they're, they're and, like and looking really at his daughter. With them. they're like <laughs> come on doc we're big people you know you you, you can tell us that you don't have to sugarcoat it you know because we're, we're yeah, he's walking it. around and he says things like <laughs> huh nine years ago yes yeah. genetically certainly possible and they're yeah. just like what are you talking about tell us stuff <laughs> um but he basically refuses to 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 explain yeah. until they're sure not right ready, yeah he's like well look it's just you know it's just a theory and i'm not saying until and until then um and um you know they they want to go and visit the girl that they found yeah. um they, they want to go so they go to the hospital to uh to see if they can uh they can speak to her um when they get there the psychiatrist basically says look you know she won't speak she's mute she's in shock we can't bring her out of shock we've tried there's 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 no way you're going to get anything out of her um but the 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 uh dr medford is like hey can you get me a small glass and and she's like yeah sure what's that for and he's like acid yes <laughs> she's like that. what <laughs> and he's like oh just formic acid don't worry it might it might give her the the jolt she needs to, to, to throw it out. in the child's face. just throw it out that'll get a reaction <laughs> um so uh he he puts the uh the, the glass under her nose and, and she she upon immediately upon uh smelling it she she wakes from from her shock and she starts screaming them which is where the title of the film comes from yeah i mean that's it's one of the most iconic uh yeah like b-movie oh moments, yeah isn't it, that 100 percent um yeah so uh they head back in and visit the trailer site after this <clears throat> And now we've got this this raging sandstorm, so they've all got the sand glasses on. Yeah, except for the prof who has them round his neck for some reason. Yeah, and I I feel sorry for the actors, man. Like they must have ingested so much sand giving their dialogue in some of these scenes. Yeah, because you can see it's blowing right in in their mouths as they're talking. Um, and bless them, they just keep. Well, not only that, the 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 two docs are in like wool clothing, and yeah. apparently. The temperatures got up to 110 degrees on the set. Well, because it does look like they're doing it outdoors. It doesn't look yeah. like it's on a soundstage or anything. So oh. I, th- I think they were just getting sand blown at them in this horrendous heat for like days on end. Yeah, and apparently the um, uh, 
Gwen was was full of arthritis. He was in constant pain. But he didn't. I mean, didn't he died a couple of years after this movie, right? He didn't. I don't think he lasted like more than five, six years after this. Uh, oh, 59 he died. Oh, okay. So, okay. So he had a reasonable amount of time after. But either way, he's a bit old to be mucking about in the desert. Well, and... Yeah, wandering around in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as we always say, it's a different generation, people back then. Yeah. Um, but. Um, uh, Pat says that you know is is that she thinks is is slim pickings for food, um, but um, you know they might turn carnivorous because of the lack of food, right? Yeah. So, or maybe they've maybe they've got a taste for blood now, um, and and of course you know the doctor agrees, and then so like Bob's like, hang on a minute, guys, now you're talking about something turning carnivorous. What are you talking about, guys? <laughs> And again, he refuses to say. Um, <laughs> uh, but but Pat's like, look, you know, like my, we'll, we will tell you when we're sure. Um, uh, they find another print and he measures it and he's like, oh, it's going to be over eight feet long. Um, and uh, of, of course, Pat, very iconic scene. She wanders off on her own looking yep. for more prints. Uh, and I'm sure most people, even if you haven't seen this film, you've probably seen this shot where she's looking for prints and then yeah. you hear the noise and then over the, the, the sand dune comes the giant ant. Uh, the first of the giant ants that we see on screen, obviously she screams and, and backs away. Um, and again, I, I love it. No one is like, oh my God, it's giant ant or, or anything like They instantly are like, gun shoot it yeah like that is you know kill it uh and they immediately start shooting their guns lots of gunfire in this film it's quite a yeah. violent movie in terms yeah. of gun gun shots um and they they start shooting at it um i've seen less bloody gangster movies with yeah that. less tommy guns in, in gangster yeah. movies than in this movie I, I wonder if it's one of those things like like we have these days where it's like well you know if you're shooting the shit out of an alien, I guess it's fine as long as it's not a person. Yeah, maybe. You know, whether although there probably wasn't much of a code in the fifties. I wouldn't so have thought so. Not for what they want. Not, not for guns, I don't think. Not no not that way. Um, but uh, yeah. So obviously Medford sees the uh, the the giant ant attacking his daughter, and he says, "Like shoot the antenna." You know, yeah. he's helpless without his antennas. Um, so he's the, the FBI officer shooting the antennas and, and Ben's like, I've had enough of this. <laughs> he yeah. runs back to his car and gets his police issue machine gun. Yeah. Yeah. He gets his Tommy gun out. <laughs> you know, of course. Um, I mean, I was expecting him to get a, get a, a shotgun. shotgun. Yeah, I was I expecting shotgun. I was not, I was not really expecting Tommy gun. I know. He's not in bloody, he's not in Chicago. It's so good. <laughs> It's so good. No one questions anything. It's I'm going to have to look up whether... How... It might be. Maybe they did. I don't know. It was standard issue on, on police cars back then. It might have been. I Like you, I expected a shotgun. Yeah. When he ran back, I was like, of course he's going for a shotgun. Nope. <laughs> Machine gun. Uh, and basically, yeah, just, just fills it with lead. Uh, and, and obviously the creature ultimately passes away. Um And... um you know medford says what species it is and then basically says yeah it's an ant um and obviously of course his his findings or or suspicions have been founded it was a a a, a species of ant that has been mutated due to the radiation of the atomic testing uh in the desert 
yeah. which will become the plot of every horror and science fiction movie for the next decade. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I will. I will. I will still pop up from time to time. Even now. <laughs> even now. Yeah. 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 Um, so uh, we we cut to later, and uh, they're they're in their ugly helicopters, yep. looking for the nests. Um, and they they're constantly they're constantly making the the the, the proper bumbling scientist like he he can't figure out how to put his goggles on. He can't figure out how a radio works. He's <laughs> I've really already pissed. said over. Like, no, yeah, you, you he's say really yeah. pissed off when the when the guy explains that you have. I love to when he it. acts like a child. He's like, yeah, oh, well, now he's, you're happy. Yeah, <laughs> he's a perpetual child. <laughs> he's great. I love him so much at this. He just, it <laughs> looks like he's having so much fun playing this character. Yeah. You know? Um, I, I do. I do love that everybody. Nobody really gets angry with him, though. They all sort of see. They're all sort of just look at him like, "Oh, he's okay. It's, it's, yeah. it's the ops guy. We're fine." It's, it's... Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we so we get the bit with that. I, I love when he's like, he gets distracted. And you're like, "Oh, they find the nest," and he's like, "Oh no, that's not it. Thought it might have been, it's not." Um, and and of course, Pat's the one that that finds the the mound because she's in a separate helicopter. Yeah. Uh, they they find the mound and uh they they see a giant ant with a rib cage. <laughs> I love that shot of the, the of the rib cage rolling down the hill into the yeah. skull. Yeah. And like you've got this the, the, the copper's ammo belt and and, and stuff. <laughs> like, wow, they really did a number on that, didn't they? Yeah, and, and then you get Pat like you know, they, they, they go and investigate all of the, the bones and stuff and she's just like, I think you find your missing persons. There they are. <laughs> like, yeah cheers it's a bit cold isn't it it's a little um but... i guess it's just that she's a scientist it's like well there they are yeah there they are don't worry about it um so uh later at the the fbi office um you know they they kind of confront medford um uh, uh, you know about his his inconsistencies and and, and medford says look you know secrecy is paramount and and time is the most important thing right now yeah. um and like so uh the general's like bomb the shit out of it now yeah um and medford's like look most of the ants won't even be in the nest now um because it's too cold it it's cold at night so they go out they they don't like the heat of the sand and the heat of the day so we need yeah. to go when the sun is at its highest and and the day is at its hottest because then they will be all in underground um and uh yeah which kind of doesn't make sense because a couple of times you you see them running around during the day during the day yeah 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 um and then um you know he's like hey we need to make the surface as hot as possible so like well we could fire bazookas to to keep the heat up um and and then we'll we'll throw in cyanide gas grenades and um they'll all they'll suffocate and die uh, from from the cyanide, yeah, and then we'll go in with flamethrowers and hope that the cyanide doesn't explode. We won't talk about it. Which is, yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. Be fine, even though there's like yeah, a fine. fine mist on the floor, which I assumed was the cyanide, and they're all wearing <laughs> masks. It's fine. I don't know if cyanide gas explodes. But I, honestly, I don't know either. It might not, but I've always thought I wouldn't have taken that risk. Yeah, <laughs> I'll pass, please. Yeah, I'll pass with that. Thanks. Um, so uh so anyway um 
they, I they... Love that the, the flamethrower is a proper army issue. Yeah, they were actually and they were manned by real veterans. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's probably cheaper just to use a real one than yeah. build a, a fake one, you know. <clears throat> um, but anyway, they they go ahead, and as we said before, the sergeant for no apparent reason now is in charge and has bazookas and he's blowing yeah. up the nest. Um, I mean, in this in this point in a, in a normal movie, he'd have just been left behind. He, yeah, it's like this isn't your jurisdiction. Just, like the military yeah. are here to deal with this problem now, but no. <laughs> I mean, you always get in the, in a lot of these movies. You get the the guy who finds it, like his character. He'd find excuses, or he'd sneak in. But they don't or, even address they don't even, it. No, they don't. They just he just he's just in charge now. <laughs> yeah, he just goes everywhere. From this point on, he is on the front lines. Yeah. In any situation. Meanwhile, like I don't know, murders and drug deals are happening in his <laughs> town where he's meant to be working. Yeah. But he's off well, the ants. I mean, I don't really know much about New Mexico. He's probably my, they're all dead now my, from the ants. My guess is he's probably was out of a job. That's the reality. Where nothing happens. Yeah, this is the most that's ever happened in that town. Well, probably and depending on how big it is, they might have all been killed by ants now. So maybe well, he's like, "Well, that. I'm out of a job. I'll just come along yeah. with you guys." <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't have a place anymore. There, it's <laughs> dead. Um. So anyway, they they they. <laughs> blow up the surface to make it nice and warm and then they throw in this the uh, gas grenades uh they they see one ant worker trying to escape so they blow it away with a machine gun um and uh and then you know again bob and ben decide they're gonna go in the nest yep pat says hey i'm gonna go down as well and bob's like how dare you you're a woman you can't yeah, go you down can't there. Go there and you know she's like uh, I'm the bloody expert. My father's too old to go down yep, there. He can't do it. You don't know what you're looking for. I'm going down there. Yeah. And she should have said, and besides, why are you two fucks going down there? Like, <laughs> there's no reason for you to yeah. be going down either. Yeah. But, you know, they don't, they don't question it. So, um, but yeah, this is what I like about her character. She isn't like, you know, she's like, no, I'm going down there. Tough shit. Uh-huh. You guys deal with it. Um, So they go down. And she's good at the jumpsuit too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got kind of Ripley vibes going on. Yeah. Um and uh they they get down there and they're they're shocked to find the these ants, but of course Pat's like they're dead. They they would have attacked us immediately if yeah. they were alive. Um and uh you know, they they head through you know cautiously walking amongst the uh the ant corpses um when suddenly a wall collapses and and you know some ants attack them and of course they blow them all away um and of course pat says well they would have died but it looks like the bombing caused this cave-in and so they were kind of separated from the rest and and and, you know uh sheltered from the from the gas i I also love that there there were a lot of scenes with especially with the flamethrowers and things that you get which just show that this movie was going to be 3d yes yeah you do get the the obvious 3d shots yeah yeah Yes, it's always a. Uh, I I I love this this era of cinema, but 3D is, oh, you know, like I I love House of Wax, but yes. the goddamn scene with the flipping yo-yo that goes on for <laughs> ages, and it's like, oh, just stop with the 3D. Oh god, there are so many movies where there's there's just like 
people poking things at you. And the and it's thing like, is, it's no better nowadays. They do the no. same goddamn thing as uh, 3D movies now. And it's like, God, have we learned nothing? It was annoying I, then, it's annoying now. But it's, I think we're due another round because I it's been a like while since... And Avatar's just come out again. Yeah. It does it's, feel like it's on its way back, doesn't it? It's yeah. Because they're it, desperate for a gimmick to get you back in the cinema as well. It does feel like every sort of ten, fifteen years that yeah. another a, 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 a couple of um three D movies come out and and people kind of get interested for a bit and then it's like, well, there's just no point to it. I still think the best for me, the best three D movie was Gravity. Gravity was an experience. Yeah, it's not a great movie. Oh, I love that movie. I think it's a great movie. It, I mean, it's very there's so ridiculous. Much weird shit in that movie that's that's like silly, but I don't care. I really love that. Movie. I in the cinema. I've not watched it since the cinema, uh, right. and and the main reason I haven't is because I'm really worried that it, it it was a bit naff even in the cinema. I was like, this is very silly, but it was such an amazing experience in yeah. the cinema in 3D. I genuinely it took my breath ducked. away. I genuinely ducked when something flew at me. I was like, just like a... uh, even the opening when they just pan down over yeah. Earth. It it's took a... my breath away. It was like, wow! It's, like, like... it's worth watching just for how beautiful it is. Yeah, it is a gorgeous. And I think movie. It, it works just because it's all black and there are just little things. I think yeah. that's why 3D works so well in that. Yes, it's well done. Um, but yeah, you're right. There are a lot of shots here that are clearly we're doing this for 3D guys. Yeah. Um, but uh, not not to the extent of things like House of Wax, where it is no. uh, like offensive. Um, you know, it is at least plot worthy. Um, I remember. I remember when we was I was a kid that, that there was. Um, I think Channel Four mm. did did a like a, a, a season of three D three D movies. Yeah, and you and they sort of you, you got. I think. You I vaguely remember this. You, you know? got the glasses with the TV Times or yeah, something. Yeah, that is ringing a vague bell with me as well. Yeah, and know? I remember, I remember we didn't have enough. There was like a group of us watching them, and we didn't have enough like glasses, so we'd have to sort of like pass them round to, to get a right. decent look at anything. <laughs> I, I remember getting a he- like you you after a while you get end up getting a headache if you haven't. I mean, even if you've got the glasses on, or if you don't have the glasses. On. when you've got the, the sort of the separate things oh yeah the the red blue colors and it's yeah. like oh, god it's almost unwatchable yeah yeah but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure i remember that happening in the I'm huh. sure, sort of late late mid late 80s i think it rings a vague bell with me i might just be imagining it because you've said it but i i do distinctly remember having the 3d glasses and i feel like when you said oh yeah it was with the radio times that does i'm pretty sure it was something like that or it was some mag- sort of tv magazine i'm sure that you got them with mm. But um, anyway, tragedy strikes. They they get to the nest and they discover they're too late. Um, the some of the queens have escaped, and uh, they they take photos of it and then they burn everything. Obviously, um, yeah. She's and she's really burn it all, burn everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is what I like. The the scientists are sensible in this movie. They're not, you know, yeah. they're not like, oh, we should keep one or two. And, yeah, just, you know, just smuggle some of those eggs out. It'd like, be fine. No kill them all um so uh so yeah basically later obviously the the the, the mr metford just he says you know eh, it was queens and uh the human race is doomed now um and i, I love we get this uh, do you know this is another thing as well where if it was like a modern movie mm. 
you know we've got the the doctor he's in washington and he's he's showing the government and military personnel you know all about ants and he's showing them the the presentation on ants and these videos on ants yeah. And like in a modern movie, almost immediately, some asshole general around the table would be like, "Ah, spare me the documentary, you know, yeah. Doctor, what are we up to here? What are we facing?" And no one, they just sit there and mm-hmm. they watch it and they, they learn. Yep, they observe. And it's yeah. like, yeah, you probably should like learn how these creatures behave because you wouldn't necessarily know. But if you're facing giant ones, mm-hmm. useful to probably know how they behave and what they do, and you know. <clears throat> useful to know that they can lift 20 times their body weight that's yeah. terrifying um but yeah and he says some things that i'm like is that true <laughs> you know like things where he's like they're the only species other than man that did have war and i'm like yeah Are you sure all <laughs> 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 right it sounds good for the trailer but i, I don't know not sure about the science of this doctor but fine um yeah i must admit i didn't look into the uh the, some of the things i didn't look into it by raising an eyebrow all right okay oh, all right buddy Thanks. um so uh and a lot of what happens in this movie you can just put down to them being radioactive and, and giant yeah. but but the the war thing i was like mm. Mm. <laughs> okay um but he says, you know, man is the dominant species of, of, of life on Earth, will be extinct within a year. Um, and, and he even asks another doctor to back him up. And the doctor's like, yeah, probably. Yeah. He just nods. He's like, <laughs> yeah, fagging yeah. his head like, yeah, probably. We're doomed. Um, yeah. So uh, they, they basically uh, keep it all a secret. But they, they have uh, all of the, the news media monitored um and all of the airwaves monitored for key words and key things like uh flying saucers and i love giant ants I, I, and... i've got a list of the of what it oh, is. have you awesome yeah i've got the list take it's, us through the list because it um, is a good list monitor all news for one kidnapping and missing persons two unsolved murders three alleged suicides four uh oh can we wait oh um migrating wildlife <laughs> theft of sugar syrups and sweets six strange phenomena such as flying saucers strange odors high-pitched sounds unnatural things giant ants it says as unnatural things alive or dead (laughs) um and uh luckily i suppose the thing is they say because they say flying saucers and you just think that is like ridiculous but I suppose what they what they really mean is unidentified. Yeah, craft. in in the fifties, it just they, became called flying saucers, and anything was a yeah. flying saucer. You see movies where they're talking about flying saucers, and they're not even saucer shaped. They they just yeah. like that's what they say. They just call them flying saucers, even if they're not actually saucer shaped. It's weird because yeah, I don't. Know, <clears throat> I guess does UFO not come in yet? I don't know when that came in. The, the the designation UFO doesn't come until later, maybe. I have no idea, because um, the pilot in a bit says flying saucer. I think. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Leonard Nimoy is paying attention. Yes. And, uh, is this his first movie? One of his first? Because it's, it's like before Star I Trek, think, right? I think so. It's yeah, it's so, way before Star Trek. So yeah, it's gotta be, hasn't it? I'm assuming. Um, but he's all kind of cocky, and he's like. Ha! Listen to this stupid stuff. I bet yeah. actually, it's, it's almost like you, you you follow his his thought process in real time, where he, he kind of he's chatting this girl up and he, he jokes with her. He's like, "Oh, listen to this stupid story," and then he's like, 
well, actually, that sounds exactly like what these people are actually looking for. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I should report this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and basically, the uh, the note is that a pilot uh, crashed his plane whilst witnessing flying saucers that are shaped like ants. Um, and, uh, you know, basically uh, has been deemed insane. Yeah, they, 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 at the end of the note, it just says it's like they're taking him to, to the to the nut house, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so, of course, the Bob and Pat head out to uh, to to find this guy, and uh, you know they visit him in the uh, in the nut house, as he calls it, and um, he he says, you know, oh, nobody believes me. Do I look crazy? And he's like, only a crazy person would come up with this story. And then he kind of stops mid-sentence. He's like, oh, you got me. <laughs> yeah. uh, and he kind of begs them to believe him. And Pat says, hey, you know, tell us a story. We believe you. <clears throat> and uh, so he does. You know, he says exactly what happened. Um, and he's he, he begs Bob. He's like, hey, it'd be real neighborly if you could get me out of here because you believe me and you know I'm not crazy. Um, but of course, as soon as they leave, Bob's like, the doctor's like, hey, I was about to discharge him. And Bob's like, yeah. uh, no, he is insane. We'll tell you when he's not insane. <laughs> yeah. I, do, I, just, I, I, get, I get the impression that they probably forgot about that dude and he's probably I, still there. I thought exactly the same. He died in that fucking hospital. Yeah, he never got out. Bob was too busy with Pat. Yeah, and he never thought about it. Like he, maybe he, when do you think fact- when Bob and Pat were like retired, Bob one day yeah. was just suddenly like, oh, oh no. <laughs> I mean, even I think even when everybody knows that yeah, yeah, yeah. ants exist, I still like to, in a very cruel way, like to think that they just forgot about him anyway. Just- I I just like the idea of of Pat and Bob retired, yeah. married and retired together in their old age, <laughs> and then suddenly Bob's like. Oh no! Oh, that, Pat's that, that, like Pat's like what? And he's like, oh, uh, nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't, don't worry about it. Yeah, like a, you, they're, maybe they, they're, they're sat there and a plane go, uh, like a plane lands. <laughs> yeah, in, a plane in, flies in, past. Like, like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's going to be confined until the situation's over, or maybe forever. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And uh yeah, suddenly they 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 uh we we see um Medford with uh with Bob who's still involved. Um and uh they uh Medford gets this this urgent call and uh the the USS Viking uh has had a nest of ants hatch aboard the ship at sea. And uh we get this this great shot of the uh wireless operator just yeah. just you know sending the sos practically and there's a guy behind like in the the window behind him like valiantly fighting off this this ant and here you get two yeah beams yeah yeah (coughs) wow that that helicopter is close (laughs) (laughs) can you hear that no oh my god i don't know what's going on out there um giant ants have arrived in bristol um <laughs> but yes yeah, so uh so yeah they they um eventually the the military basically rescue these two guys the the two survivors of the uss viking and they sink the ship um and everyone's kind of confused they're like well how did giant ants get on board and they they give an explanation they say hey yeah. 
you know, they had the cargo hold open. They were on shore leave. There was like a skeleton staff. The queen obviously snuck aboard and saw the hole and thought it was the perfect place to, to lay its eggs. Yeah. Um, and uh, so they're like, well, that, that, that problem's resolved. Uh, but obviously, you know, Metford's like, well, there were more and and they're quite widespread so they're not quite sure where this is happening or where it's gonna where they're gonna be necessarily um one of the uh officials says like you know we need to tell the public um and uh you know metford's like no 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 we'll just cause panic and we need to avoid panic right now we'll 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 deal with it uh, secretly until we can't and and then we'll make it public um but uh we we then hear there's been a theft of 40 tons of sugar yeah um i i love that these ants can like smell sugar i guess they they yeah. just know where the sugar is and mm-hmm. they're, they're, <laughs> they're going there they're stealing all this sugar um but ben and bob head off to uh to la to to investigate and uh they find this rail yard guy yeah. um he, the the detectives like oh you know it's broken into friday night and the they they suspect the yard watchman and they meet this yard watchman and he's like guys the amount of freight that comes through here if yeah. i was gonna rip off anything yeah. why do you think i would rip off sugar like <laughs> yeah. and he, he's really sarky with him he's not, like not really a black market for sugar <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, it's great. And I love the I love the guy who, the, who owns the yard, and the um, the FBI guy w- walks off, and and he says to uh, he says to to Ben, what's a what's a government cop doing here? And he looks at because he's got a sweet tooth. He's got a sweet tooth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are, what what is this cop? What is what is he doing here? Yeah, you know, he's in a completely different city now. Well, I suppose it doesn't. I mean, he's not wearing a uniform at this point. Is no, it's true. They just probably saying, just thought he was a just yeah. saying he's a copper, so they probably just thought he was a yeah. bloke. Mm. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, so uh, he's uh, he's he's like, well, you know, do you really think I would have done this? Um, but uh, anyway, you also get the feeling that he's not going to get let off the hook either. No. <laughs> He's probably going to end up getting like in he trouble. Might, yeah, he yeah. Lose his job for it at least. Yeah, yeah. Just to keep it quiet and, and not, you know, not say what happened. Um. But uh, but yeah. So um, Ben questions uh, Mrs. Lodge uh, about the death of her husband, and uh, Bob and Ben go to the morgue uh, to see the body, and uh, he's like, I, I I don't think that a machine ripped him in half and dismembered his arm and then cut his face up. I, I think there might be something yeah, else yeah. at play here. Um, and he says, like, the death was like loss of blood and shock, basically. Um, uh, Lodge was apparently with his two children, but they, they can't find any... Uh, he was found alone in his car, kids aren't there, and neither was his arm. His arm is gone. Can't find his arm. So Bob heads out and uh, questions Mrs. Lodge, who uh, I again very realistic portrayal of of a, of a grieving person, I think, and yeah. she does a really good job. Um, <clears throat> ben goes to get her some water. Um, oh no, Bob! Sorry, Bob gets her some water, and then Ben comes in and he's like, uh, "Can we uh, can we have a word outside?" Um, and uh, 
they uh they they look at the map of the city don't they and they yeah. where they where they find the body um and um they're basically like hey these two cops they they they've they've made arrests today who have, who have you arrested in the, in the in the in the intervening time and uh well they're like well there's a bunch of drugs that we uh you know there's a one speeding ticket and like three or four drunks isn't there yeah and uh they, so they get them in they're like well bring them in we're gonna we're gonna talk to them because maybe they saw something uh and you've I think got they, they, they go to the the hospital ward don't they they go to the um the drunk ward oh they do it a bit but they they bring these these people oh. in don't they to oh yes the two, the and two... you get the blonde woman who was like oh, i was seeing a sick friend yeah. and i don't want to mention him because he's married yeah <laughs> and then you've like... got the two drunk the two or three drunk guys there's two drunks and then the third one's in the hospital right yeah that's right yeah you got the two drunks that are just like just taking the piss and clearly yeah and they're just taking the piss and they're, they're like and they're playing a game of something are they yeah they? yeah and they they said like i'll take him to the tank and sleep it off and you know <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll go see the other guy and they're like where's the other guy and he's like well he's in the the alcoholic ward in the hospital yeah, he's something of a regular alcoholic ward yeah 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 um so you know they, they head there and uh they they meet this guy who is awesome uh, yeah he is so funny um he's the same dude that gets it in the blob at the beginning yes yes he is yeah 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 um and we also get the uh we also get harry wilson uh cameo in a minute um, yes with the yeah please my nerves yes um which is always weird when you see people like that turn up in movies because he's one of those people this like he's he just used to be in every movie at the time because he just had that face i think it's just that face and that voice you're like oh, yeah God. i think that you especially in the sort of the, the sort of 50s you get a lot of those sort of character actors that would literally just the face yes yeah yeah that, you know that would turn up mm-hmm. they kind of play pretty much the same character in every movie yeah yeah i suppose I, I always wonder whether they made a pretty good living at that i would imagine they made a reasonable living yeah um, i mean I, they're not, it's not like they're in the movies for they tend to be in the movies for very long so they do but, a lot. I reckon they do a lot, though. I reckon yeah. they show up in a lot of things uh, in a short space of time. Mm. But anyway, they they manage to get the story out of this guy. Um, but like all the way through, he's like, "Hey, why don't I? I'll I'll join the military if you give me booze." Basically, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Start singing like you know. They, uh, that's what was funny as well is the other guy when when they turn up. The, the other guy says, "Are you here for the draft?" And they're all, they're all like really uh, yeah. drafted. So they um, all look like they're about sixty odd. Yeah, like, no one's drafting you guys at all. I, I do love the even the, if you were like sober and straight. I I do love the general. This with them, his reaction. He just kind of laughs. And he's like, "No, you're all right. Don't worry about it." Yeah you'll be fine um but anyway while they're talking to this drunk he keeps saying like oh they've gone now and you know he says it didn't look big enough for them and they're like what are you, what are you talking about he's like oh, i didn't look big enough for the ants and they, they're going like oh okay maybe he did see something yeah um and then they ask him well, where did you see these ants and he says down there and they, they realize that the the uh the 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 like waterway is is dry right that the lake yeah. bed that they've got running through the city is is currently free of water and yeah. uh, of course it has massive drainage sewer tunnels that would be perfect for ants to live in giant ants anyway um uh, so they they, they they go to there they don't once bump into olivia newton john and john before <laughs> no they don't not once I, I think it was maybe a couple of years too early yeah i think so too but 
I mean, God, that would have been amazing if Greece had ended with like a giant ant just attacking the car mid 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 race. I just had, yeah, I had this sort of vision of like all these greasers getting eaten by by ants, <laughs> or the T one thousands truck getting smashed into by a giant ant. <laughs> But yeah, the weird one with Greece is because it's the same time period-ish within a few years of the, the, these two events happening. You could almost yeah. think, oh, it's the same place, maybe. Um, but yeah, so they head down uh, to to the uh, the riverbed and they find a model airplane and they're like, oh, you know, uh, you know, this this might actually, you know, they find. Sorry, they also find an ant print, don't they? So like, okay, the drunk was telling the truth. Um, go and find out if the 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 kid's mother knows that this is one of their model planes like maybe maybe she'll know um, it just, I'm, I'm not overly sure about the the um the geography of where those things are and where I have no idea. but i'm sure there are like fields that are pretty close to that why did they go there to fly the plane yeah i don't know maybe well the, she says something along the lines of they they're strapped for cash so he's got another yeah. job on the weekend and he takes the kids out super early to 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 fly to do something each day yeah. because he's only got a couple of hours and i'm guessing maybe it's just super local like it's like on their doorstep that, yeah, okay. so that. that was that. i don't know i'm giving the film too much credit but you know. no i buy that i'm fine that's fine i, <laughs> I don't I'm, know i'm happy with that thought yeah i don't know um <laughs> but anyway they they surmise that you know this is where the attack happened and that the kids might have ran into the tunnel which would be a silly place to go yeah under the circumstances uh, well actually probably a sensible thought in the time but no, but but... It's a, it's a, yeah if you're a kid you're 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 well shelter I mean, right you, yeah. your first instinct would be to run and hide wouldn't it? i think and yeah. where else is better than a like a KU, i suppose is it for all intents and purposes isn't it yes yeah yeah um so they now decide in the interests of public safety they're gonna have a curfew yeah and uh so they say you know curfews in in place um and um they basically tell the whole story yeah uh, giant ants were found in new mexico and uh they are now in the storm drains under los angeles uh, and the military are going to blow them all up but you know, stay inside. Yeah. Um, and uh, of course, you know, originally it was going to be in New York. I didn't know that. Was that yeah, just was... for budgetary purposes? They didn't. Do yeah, it. originally it was going to be set in New York, and it was going to be in the um, in the underground. Okay, that makes sense. And then they basically just decided not to. Oh, the ants could have fought the alligators. Yeah. <laughs> when did the legends of the alligators? I don't start? know. That's such a silly one as well, isn't it? I, I love no, but it's a real one. thing, though, isn't it? Is, is it? That, I'm sure it's actually a true, like, thing. It's not just... I, I, mean, I know alligator. I love alligators. It's a really yeah. silly thing <laughs> yeah. that I love. But I'm... Sh- I'm maybe I, I... It might be. I'm, I'm pretty certain that there's a certain grain of truth. I'm going to have to look that up. About now. the alligators in the in the sewer i'm gonna have to look that up later once once we finish it i'm gonna fall down a youtube rabbit hole tonight <laughs> probably <of> you. yeah <laughs> um but uh anyway so curfew's in place and they've set up a field headquarters uh, outside the storm drain where the model plane was found um mm. some assholes like why are we wasting all this time looking for these kids they're dead anyway um, i love this 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 bit is great yeah it's awesome because he's really sort of yeah i'm not i'm not 
you know, because he, he says basically, let's just go in there, burn everything, destroy everything. And he's like, no, there were like two kids in there. And the guy's like, I don't, you know, like, I'm not going to wait just for two kids. And he, and he says to him, well, you want to tell the mother that? And they, the yeah, camera she's, she's over, over there. Yeah. Yeah. And the, pan, the camera sort of pans over and the guy, and the, the, the pans back and the dude's like, all right, I get your point. Yeah, and he actually shows humility, and he's like, oh, actually, shit, yeah, all right. Yeah, it's a lovely little scene. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, So, anyway, this cop from the desert is, <laughs> is now leading these military men through the, uh, through the tunnels. Yeah. Uh, that's fine, or at least one of the groups. Uh, he's with one of the groups. Um, they, they all head in, um, and uh, I, I think they, they're about a mile in, and, and Ben's yeah, they, like, they, I can they, hear like, something. They, they, in, in jeeps, they sort of move around and stuff. Yes, yeah, and he, he tells everyone to stop because he can hear he can hear a noise. Um, and, and they realise that the uh, that the section that he can hear the noises from is under under construction. So it's it's yeah. not it's not finished. It's all, all all you know still under construction back there. Um, and of course he uh, he investigates, and he finds the two children. Um, yeah, they're they're trapped and they're about to be attacked by giant ants, and uh, this is a really really fucking good scene. I love this. Do you know what I love so much about this scene is he he gets in there, he attacks the ants, and his mm. one concern is getting the kids out. He gets yeah. the first kid out, and he can see the ant coming, and he yeah. knows he knows he's fucked. He's like, yeah. I could save myself or this kid. Yeah, and he knows it. And he grabs yeah. the kid, puts the kid up there, knowing full well. I always assumed he knew full well. I think so. Full well. Because he, so. he sees it. He clocks the ant and he knows. Yeah. He's like, no, child yeah, he first. He turns his back. He literally turns yeah, yeah. his back. So that he's not, he, you know, he's, he's protecting the kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, but of course, the, the ant grabs Ben just after he saves the kids and uh, basically crushes him, I guess, yeah. to death. Yeah. Ultimately dies from this. I completely forgot that... In it. Uh, that he he died oh really okay yeah, i completely yeah. forgotten that he dies because I, I i i don't think i mean as i said i don't think i'd seen this since i was a teenager No, that's fair. and i got way more attached to his character he's great he's my favorite, yeah, he's he's my favorite really character good. and i th- and i got so attached to him i was like oh my god they've killed the best character my favorite character he is kind of the hero of the piece really yeah. like more so than uh than bob Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Bob is is heroic in it, but, yeah, but Ben is the like proper action man. Yeah, you know, um, he always feels like action man because he's all all these outfits as well. Like the old yeah. action men used to buy the outfits for them. It's like, oh well, now Ben's a police officer. Now he's yeah. a military guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, so uh, so so Ben has been crushed to death. Um, and uh, obviously everyone turns up, including well. Bob. Sorry. He gets a Wilhelm scream as well. He does get a Wilhelm scream, yeah. Um, uh, and then everyone turns up and they they gun down the uh, the ants. Um, and uh, I, I think Bob uh, speaks to Ben, and 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 Ben's yeah. kind of dying breath is basically like, I put the kids through there. They're yeah. you know they, they help them basically um, yeah. before he dies. Um, and uh, so unfortunately the tunnel collapses uh and um you know he he kind of he heads he heads in and then the tunnel collapses due to all the gunfire presumably um, yeah and the ants tunneling around probably uh and he's trapped inside and uh he's uh the 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 soldiers are trying to dig 
uh, to to get to him. Um, again, it's a really good sense of peril. I mean, oh when, god, yeah. When, when Especially the, when, when he, because again, he scream, he gets really close, and he screams and like j- rolls out of the way, and it's yeah. like, god, he might actually die here, you know? because yeah. you could end up with the military and Pat being the only one surviving, you know? Yeah. Um, but he's a proper action man, and he, he guns these uh, these ants back. Um, and of course, in the nick of time, just in the nick of time, um, the 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 military get in and 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 kind of with the assistance and save him. Um, and then uh, they come across the the egg chamber, and um, he's like, Bob's like, hey, no, 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 do not kill them yet. Wait yeah. for Pat. And and then Pat comes in. She looks and she's like, "Okay, I think we've got them all. We're we're in time." Because he's like, "Oh God, are we in time?" And she's like, "Yep, I think we're in time now. We we can we can we've got them all. They're all here." And we see the queens with their little wings. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, they... what I do like is is they, they only made um, three ants, so you only ever get batches of three. Yeah, but it, do you know it's really effective because you can't yeah, tell think... for most of the movie. Yeah, I think they did a good job. Um, and I love the actual ant designs. I think they're really cool. Yeah, really weird on the poster though. Why the poster's got these? They got cat eyes on the poster. Oh, the poster's doing that typical thing as well, where they've like grabbed Pat suddenly in a red dress, and she's been grabbed by them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like really ill-fitting poster. Yeah, a red dress. They're in a coat. Yeah, yeah she's was... in a red dress. Yeah, she's in a short red dress that she never wears. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Uh, I've got a real love of that that old poster art that bears no oh, resemblance gotcha. to the actual movie, but looks awesome. <laughs> Especially when you get those those lower budget movies. Like it was almost like an unwritten rule of the video shop and and like movie posters, where like the lower the budget and the worse the movie is, the better the poster is. Better the post, yeah. Like all the money went into that poster art. It's amazing. It's like they got some like Frazetta level painting for. Yeah, and I, I think it was literally they they just basically got stop paint stop paintings. Stop, yeah, yeah, yeah. From, probably from old sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, exactly. From what was either from Weird Magazine or you know something like that. They just basically went. That'll do. That's. I'll do it. I, that I wouldn't be surprised. The cover of that has nothing to do with what the creature in the movie is, but it'll do nicely. Yeah. People will buy this video. I, I think you're probably right. I, I would not be surprised if that was the case. Um. So anyway, we get Wait, Doctor. Dude, it is. It is a. It was. A, it was a love hate thing though, because when we were kids and we were getting those movies. Sometimes it was just funny and you'd be fine. But sometimes it was so disappointing. Yeah, yeah, it's so deceptive. And you're like, this is nothing like what you've put on the poster. And, and, and sometimes the movies were so bad that yeah. there was no, no amount could save the, the movie. No, no, I agree. Sometimes it was just straight up bullshit. Yeah. Um. But anyway, the, the flamethrowers go off and they, they kill the, 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 uh, the queen and all of the male winged ants um and then we of course get dr uh metford with his line um when man entered the atomic age he opened a door to a new world what we'll eventually find in that new world nobody can predict yeah um and and then it's like the uh the the, the slow motion zoom on the ants on fire um yeah. and uh yeah so you know it, it's that it, it's that say at one point as well that they say about oh you know this this these ants were were mutated from the from the bomb in nineteen forty something. How many bombs have gone we've been since testing then? lately? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, who knows? 
Uh, I think he's. I think they talk about that just before that line, actually. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so so again, you know, much like Godzilla, we we have that nuclear warning. Uh, a lot, a lot more kind of sensationalized and a lot less yeah. kind of serious here. Um, but it still remains. Like you said, though, I think the the, the major difference is is that we in, didn't get in Godzilla in the in Godzilla. They're the victims. They're well, and Godzilla's know, the victim as well in Godzilla. Yeah. It's it's all it's it's all um, everyone's it's, a fucking victim in Godzilla. Yeah, whereas in this one, it's a lot more. The ants are horrible and nasty and evil, and they just need to be obliterated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whereas you know, from from the from the moment Godzilla turns up, it's only a matter of time before they kill Godzilla, and and you know, Godzilla is yeah. I mean, we've gone through it a lot. Yeah. But um, but I love. <laughs> I love them. I I think it's a solid, solid movie. It really um, is. And and like, do you know what? Actually, when we when we were talking about it the other week, yeah, and we made we made the decision, mm-hmm. and afterwards I thought, oh, yeah. it's been a long time since I've seen this. I, I remember it like with real. I really remember loving it. Yeah. And for a moment, I did think, oh God, is this gonna? Is this going to be one of those times where I'm disappointed? (laughs) Is it going to be turn out to be a really bad movie? And it fucking isn't. No, it's great. It still holds up. It's great. It's really good. Monster movie. Yeah. And and, and it completely holds up. I think. I think so. You know, sure, the the, the ants are dated, but they still hold up. Black and white, it works. Yeah, I think because I think they were painted like green and purple. Yeah, I see, think. that would have been awful. So I think in color, <laughs> probably been pretty bad. Yeah, but they work so well in the black and white, and yeah. I'm uh, yeah, it's 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 a genuinely good monster movie. It, I'm I'm and so glad fuck. It yeah, because yeah. it's everybody in it's great, and and you know James Whitmore, he he was he's in a, a few brilliant. sort of these sort of movies, but I think these days he's mostly remembered as the guy in. Um, Shawshank, isn't he? Yeah. He's Brooks in Shawshank and has that really tragic end. Yeah. In in Shawshank, and he's you know, and in this, I absolutely adored him. He was he's so good. He's brilliant. He ben is, is my brilliant. favorite monster movie characters. I think after they after he, he is up there. He is up there. Um. Yeah. It, it, he he's great. And and I mean, this movie, it, it's the same as. You know, same as Godzilla in Japan. It's the same as uh, Mad Max Two. It's the same as Conan the Barbarian. It set a trend. Yep. And then a lot of good, but a yep. lot of shit came out. Of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, this, uh, yeah, this, this one got basically made because of uh, the Beast of Beast from uh, Twenty Thousand Fathoms. Yes, which is that was, another that was, film I love. It was so well received. That, that you know they wanted it i think warner brothers kind of passed and paramount were like oh well we'll have it and then warner brothers was like no no you can't have it we're like it's ours we want it we're making we're gonna make this and yeah it, it completely really did kick off the whole giant creature you know giant and giant yeah it really did these yeah um and i i think it's truly a, a really really fun fun movie um yeah and yeah, I, I really think it stands up. Of course, Warner are talking about the inevitable disastrous remake, um, yeah. which uh, we'll at some point. Um, I think that's how we got onto this, wasn't it? It was. It was. It was how we. It was how we got onto because because we, they announced a, they were going to do a remake stroke reboot. So 
Yeah. I mean, it could be good. We don't know. Who knows? It, it could well be good. Um, Warner just don't have much of a track record these days, but we can live in hope. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that was them. Highly recommended from both of us. And mm-hmm. um, I'm pretty sure it's available everywhere if you look around. Yeah. Um, but yes, we'll be back next week with our usual reviews. Um, but until then, stay safe, take care, and uh, thanks for tuning in. <laughs>